Oh. All right, well, let's just we'll just we'll just go and we'll see. If, maybe he'll join us. So, start marker. Welcome to movie the podcast. That's right, movie the podcast. Everyone but TJ's here. He can't figure out his head from his ass or his computer from his jacks. So the three of us, the beefiest members of the team, well, Sean no longer, are all yeah, here. Yeah, Alec, Sean, Alec. Gog. We're all here. Do the order from beefiest to least beefy. That would probably go Alec, Gog, Sean at this point. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's a probably in there. Uh <laughs> Sean, just looking svelte nowadays. Probably got the full-on Abercrombies. Anywho, we watched Lewis Gossett Jr.'s Enemy Mind for the second week of Lewis Gossett July. And we're going to talk about it. But before that, what did everyone watch this week? And let's see if TJ ever shows up. Sean. Sorry, I was pissing. Uh, nice! Yeah. I watched three fan films, and I watched one whole season of a television show, but I think the, the other two guys have watched the show, too, so maybe I'll, I'll lay back on it for a second. Um, I watched The Broken Gear, the final fight movie, which is fucking a lot of fun. Like, uh, I was telling you guys off recording that uh, UFC veteran Don Fry plays Mike Hagar. He looks exactly like him. And like, where it's you, where did you find this? I was watching a um, a documentary about Pride, and he got the brought. Gay, up. Wait, the, wait, the the month that celebrates gay folks, or the no the the, the, the fighting uh, Japanese fighting championship that celebrated okay. kicking people in the face while they were on the ground. Nice. Um, and I, I think I was just looking up something about him, and it's like Don Fry, blah blah blah, final fight movie. I was like, excuse me. So I sat bolt upright at like one thirty in the morning and uh, started looking it up, and like, it's crazy how like high val or um, like high quality fan films are now, and like where they even got the money to do this because I'm sure he didn't do it for free. I'm sure Don Fry, if he's even aware of what video games are. Mm-hmm. is not like super deep into the final fight mythos but like the acting's really bad except for him who's he's like surprisingly good but the choreography is a lot of fun it's like a really fun um like b movie from the 70s like the guy who plays cody is terrible but like fun and guy comes in in his full ninja regalia unexplained oh so this is um, the arcade version not the snes version correct Nice. Um, it's. I would say it's on par quality wise with like a Punisher. Uh, was it Dirty Laundry? Is that the Dirty, name of the Dirty Laundry? Yeah. Which is, I know, a film that we all enjoy quite a bit, or at least I did. You and I watched I it together. I think. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I also watched. I don't know if you guys remember this. They made a um, Power Rangers fan film short. It's oh, called everyone a fan like, film. Everyone is like popped a, over it. Like, yeah. It's like super dark, right? It's a lot like the boys. Like it's uh, James Vanderbeek and Katie Sackoff. If TJ was here, you know where that went. Mm. And um, yeah, it's like super violent, but it, like it's really well done. It's only like sixteen or seventeen minutes. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I also watched a movie called Spawn: The Recall, which is a French question mark Spawn fan movie, which is only like seven minutes long and super weird and barely has anything to do with Spawn until the last like forty seconds. But it's still like infinitely better than the spawn feature film so like i think i'm only gonna watch like fan movies from now on 
Because like you know, nobody's telling sounds, these people what to do. That sounds great. Yeah. Like it's, there's it's like, there's like a ten or twelve minute Gambit fan movie that's out there that's supposed to be really good. Oh, I haven't checked that out. There's a Casey Jones one that's like twenty minutes that's like really gritty that I enjoy that too. One is, like that one's cool. Yeah. Did you, guys, did you guys see the one that some people put together with like it was like Darth Maul fighting a bunch of other Jedi in the woods. No, but I've heard that's good. It's amazing. Like it's yeah. really, really great. Is um, Ray Park actually in it? Because I would no, not be shocked. Oh, I don't think so. But whoever's playing, whoever's in it, it's like it's like this is like it's like George Lucas. Take fucking notes, bro. Do you remember like before Star Wars sucked? I forget what channel it was on, but I, I would imagine it had to have been sci-fi. Every year they would have like a Star Wars like short film festival, and they had like troopers instead of cops. Remember that? Like it was oh, like a... that was funny as hell. I do remember. Yeah, that. and then like the Chad Vader fucking uh, spots, like that YouTube series. Like it's cool to see like these like big properties where like l- literally there's like no rules. Just do whatever you want before we get sued and it gets taken down. So like yeah, I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. And they're short. I watched three of them in like an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched all of season three of The Boys, which, Alec, you've now seen all of, right? Yes. I finished it's it the other day. Really fucking good. And, like, uh, it manages to mix real world politics in, in a way that's not obnoxious at all. Like, they actually handle it fairly well. Uh, and it's cool because, like, they kind of they they kind of paste the the like the alt right fervor for Trump onto Homelander, but like it's actually weirdly more believable for the Homelander because he is like a literal Ubermensch, you know what I mean? So you understand why people would be like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, you rule, you're the best." Yeah, he's not a seventy year old obese uh, con man. No, hmm. but like he's like that guy's a fucking treasure because like every scene he's in is fantastic. I think my favorite part of the show this well i mean a lot of it was my favorite but i think the best was uh when he's on the rooftop doing his annual suicide save and he finds out that stormfront has killed herself and he's just like it's my birthday and then he just turns to the girl and's like there's no god there's no man in the sky except for me i'm not sure but i'm pretty sure that that is an homage to that really awesome all-star superman moment where he yeah. saves the girl from jumping off the building like, yeah I, I thought i don't know if it was intentional but it definitely seemed like a, a very like a wink and a nod you know yeah. i think and everything I, they do on this show is intentional yeah yeah like Dude. there's not there's nothing there's no like no wasted movement everything is purposeful yeah, and I was telling Alec, TJ, before you got on, we are just kind of shooting the shit, that, like, I think they did a really good job getting away from a lot of the Garth Ennis shit, and it works really well. Like, I don't... I hate yeah. Mother's Milk's origin in the books. Like, it's just, like, it's just too Stupid. Ennis, you know what I mean? And I love that guy, but, like, you know how he gets in his weird, well, like, edgelord kind of thing. I mean, I think, like, for me, and I agree with you completely, but I think, like, the the boys comic book is a critique on comic comic books, books. Right? yeah and this is definitely the boys television show is more a critique on current like Media. superhero movies yeah. like and marvel and, and kind of universe. marvel yeah like well not a, but like all the superhero stuff like it's more of a take off of that so yeah. it really wouldn't work and it actually kind of like you might have already touched on it sorry i was having ridiculous no, you're good. problems um 
but they they introduced the legend this year th- yeah. this year and in the and comics the like, let he's like robert evans is like the, the yeah. vibe i got in the yeah, uh, he's a, in the show. exactly and yeah. that's a perfect it's a perfect uh analog because in the comics he's jack kirby so like in this he's yeah. like a hollywood guy so it's like that, that's that's all you really need to know like in the comics they they made their big their their big like guy behind the scenes jack kirby and in this it's like yeah. a big hollywood guy like it makes a lot more sense can i yeah. ask but yeah, it's excellent it's really good can i ask what's mother's milk's origin in the comic if it doesn't get into too much take a take a guess you can tell just from his name that he was made of milk so his oh. mother was worked for vaught and got like infected with compound v oh and he got hooked on it but he has to get it from her as an adult in a way that you would get yeah i see it's fucking gross gross. like and it's it doesn't like it doesn't really do anything i think the um the way they kind of tweaked it and made spoilers i guess for they do a really good job developing some of the side characters this season which i appreciated to the point where i was telling alec that like i don't really care about huey and starlight a whole lot anymore but they, the, they like, kind of feel like they feel like third wheels almost like, well, like I, it, yeah it weird i was telling alec like now that the world is established um it they're really kind of not that character huey's not really necessary but uh uh mm how he gets ocd because of what happened to his family like that like yeah. I, I it gets to the same point yeah. in a lot more elegant of a way you know what i mean in a way that's like also uh relatable and like i think my biggest uh gripe with the show prior was that like the fact that they weren't super powered was going to be a problem at some point but they do a really good job addressing it this season and making it a plot point and jensen ackles fucking rules that guy's the best uh yeah he's he's tremendous he's soldier boy that's oh yeah he's great yeah he's really good in this Everybody's but, uh, really good. The fucking the the middle passage fucking PlayStation <laughs> Five game, like I was no good. Like I think that's one thing I wish they they could lean into it a little bit more. Is like the kind of like the idea of like the the black sellout trying to like jump on cultural bandwagons, but you can tell it's all written by white folks, so they're only going to go so far with it. Well, yeah, but he yeah. also did the uh, the was it, the Kylie Jenner Pepsi thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was great. The, the deep singing Imagine with all the celebrities. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, uh, the, the way they, they also retcon Black Noir, or not retcon, but changed his character, I thought was a lot of fun, too, especially with the fucking... Um, the flashback was really cool. Yeah. Well, you know what's cool, too, is, like, they use, like, because they name-check, like, Will, Bill Casey, the guy that used to be the head of the CIA, like, for real. So it's like, oh, this is an alternate time. This is, like, not even just, like, a made-up yeah. world. This is, like, an alternate history kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a fucking great show. And, like, the irony of them making fun of Disney while being on Amazon is not totally lost on me. But at least they're taking right. swings at it, you know? Yeah. No, I, I love it. Carl Urban, too. This this might be his, like, best performance ever, and I like the guy a lot, but he's really oh, yeah. good in the show. But, yeah, good show. But, yeah, that's all I watched. TJ, did you watch the Fight, fight movie? I was talking about that for a second. No, I've been too busy playing video games. Okay, like a cool. Uh, I only watched Alec. one thing, which is tabled on, so. Okay, Alec. Uh, I watched the same thing as TJ. Okay. So, unless Gog's watched anything else, then... Oh, I did, unfortunately. Of course um, you did. <laughs> I 
tried to watch more Monster Hunter. It still hasn't worked out for me yet. So the trend can. Why don't you just give up? No. <laughs> yeah, just dude, wait till we watch it on you. the show. You know it's going to happen eventually. No. no. I mean, so then you're going to have to watch it twice. Yeah, I watched something else I hated. I watched uh, Spiral, the latest. Just to just, oh, it's now, terrible. Yeah, yeah. The, now the now I've completed all of the all of the all the Saw movies. TJ, Wait, did you movie? watch that? I saw I saw the theater. It was awful. Yeah, yeah. it was real. like I remember yeah. when they they uh they they came out and they were doing like the publicity for it, and they were like, well. You know, Chris had such a great idea. That's the only reason we brought the franchise back. And then you watch it, you're like, what, what was, was the, the idea? idea? <laughs> yeah, like there was no, there was literally nothing new about this. If anything, it was like mm-hmm. a heavy retread of every idea they've ever had. And it was. I wonder if awful. the great idea was, hey, there's literally nothing in the theater right now. If we could probably sneak this in and make a couple yeah, right. of <laughs> Yeah. His idea was to make a movie. <laughs> Yeah, You're probably right it, about that. Like right after they opened the theaters back up. Yeah, I think yeah. or it might have been like I think it might. Yeah, I think you're right. I will say this. I, this I definitely the, saw it in the theater. This yeah. might be the only time you get to say this phrase: is that Chris Rock was the best part of the movie? That's not saying much because the movie's trash. And he's still bad. Like, he's but not yeah, very but he good was the, the best either. part of the movie. Yeah, uh, it's like, just awful. But I'm just milking that stars thing. I still have. Till I cancel it, so I'm just gonna keep watching. Star also, Wars like movies. the title doesn't make any sense because it's like Spiral from the Book of Saul. But like, what the fuck does that mean? And I, they try I thought to maybe say something. I, yeah, I it, it's it's off. I, I don't know. It's just really fucking bad and like lazy. The, the, yeah, like the dingus in the end, who's like you know spirals are ever changing and evolving. I'm like, no, no. Not no. when you're done. Not when you're done drawing it. Right. Idiot. Yeah. There's only two spirals anybody cares about, and it's fucking Mojo's assistant and the Dreamcast logo. Like those that's it. Hey, and big ass lollipops. Three things. Uh, eh. Uh, No, I'll pass on that. Yeah. Now now we're doing the big lollipop. And that weird manga that's about spirals. Yeah. Lollipop. It's too big. You're stuck with that lollipop. You have to finish it because you can't put it down anywhere. Yeah, it's, it's gonna get hair and shit all over it. <laughs> you splice water. Is yeah, anybody familiar with the uh, treat? Yeah, yeah, lollipops suck. Uh, the <laughs> the Junji Ito uh, spiral story. It's called like yes. Uzi Maki. That shit's pretty rad. A good movie too. The live yeah. action movie is very fucking good. The it's anime is not good. The Junji Ito collection. Yes, you're not missing much. Oh, I I've seen <laughs> YouTube uh, channels talk about it. It looked yeah. real bad, which sucks because his manga is fantastic. But anyway, uh, uh, the, other yeah. things, the other things I watched, I watched with my kids the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two and three, uh, Secret that of the three. and just three. Three's not good. No, yeah, <laughs> two's not as good as I thought it was. One's the best one. So there you have it. Um, but one does not have vanilla ice in it. The vanilla true. ice scene, like if you take a step back and like look at how ludicrous that scene is, like so. First of all, he's performing in a nightclub directly adjacent to a dump which i guess kind of makes sense but then like in the middle of watching these guys like break in like somehow the dj decided to fire it back up so beats going and then he off the cuff comes up with a song about things he's never seen before 
yet he has an entire story involving their lore and origins. Are you saying Black Thought could do it, but Vanilla Ice? I'm can't. saying Black Thought could do it. If Black <laughs> Thought had been in that scene, it would still be going on right now. He would be saying bars. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, the first one's the best. The second one is the second best, and the third one, which is miscredited as Turtles Through Time, it's just Turtles Three, even though they do go through time. Is not yeah. not Turtles, great. Turtles Through Time was the arcade game, or the no, the game, Super yeah. Nintendo game, actually. I think both, yeah, both. Yeah. Um, and then and it was in time, I think, not through time. Yeah. Is that what it is? Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah um, which is a worse title because everybody's in time. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. but not so everybody's we... on time. Hey, no, oh. certainly not me this week. Yeah. Um, we can talk about Thor in one second after I just name check. I've I've caught up on Only Murders in the Building. Have you watched that yet, Alec? Haven't started it yet. I've got through the first three episodes. I'm very into it so far. It's uh, I'm enjoying it. I like that show a lot. Thank you for turning me on to it. And now we can talk about Thor because I think that's the only other thing we all watched. Yep, uh, we watched uh, <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, it's pretty good. I have I have a complicated I, I I have complicated feelings about this movie. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it as much as I loved Ragnarok. But Mm-mm. it's weird. There's like there's like really great parts to it, but there's like this clunky way it gets there, and it it kind of it kind of knocks it into like seven territory for me, like six, I, uh, seven bef- territory. Before you guys get too into it, I saw a, an article title. I didn't read it because you know reading, but like read it something. said, Marvel Phase Four needs to figure out where it's going quickly. There's been fifty six hours of Phase Four media, and nobody seems to know what the uh, yeah. the uh, plot yeah, is. There's you no, think that's dragging everything now. There's no clear path yeah. out of this movie. Like I don't know what they're. There's well, no I setup for thought, the next bad. Well, like like a year ago, you figured the next villain was going to be Kang, right? Yeah. But Loki ended almost like almost a year ago exactly. I think. And mm-hmm. like nothing since then has done anything to push that. So like, is that well, the case? Who fucking knows? I, I think one of the things. I mean, I don't know if this is true going forward, but I think like one of the things that broke my heart the most about Doctor Strange Two was that it felt like all the work they did on the TV show in WandaVision they just dashed away. And I said that when we we reviewed it uh, or when we talked about it. And I think. Like with you're totally right about the Kang stuff, and I worry like, is is like the TV show stuff going to basically be separate from the movies? Like, is it not really going to impact the movies yeah, all that much? Which, like, which, like, I was under the impression that it wouldn't, but like, we got uh, Falcon, Captain America. Now, is that not going to transition over? Because like, uh, almost, they, no, almost that, nothing that, that definitely will they because they they just announced the guy that's directing it is a guy that's directed nothing good. He directed that Cloverfield Paradox a couple of years ago, and it's like, oh Oof. boy, they're really throwing their A material with uh, Anthony Mackie. Do you remember here. that? I think we were at the Auto Bar when that fucking yeah, was, uh, trailer came. And was yeah. like, oh shit! It was during, it was during the it was, Super Bowl. Yeah, because they like yeah. released. They said they were releasing releasing it as soon as the game was over. Yeah, yeah. And I watched it like that night, and it was not great. Yeah, um, but I don't know. It's weird, right? Because I think we talked about this. I think we talked about this with Spider Man, and it's like we. I kind of liked, and I think we kind of all agree that like maybe the 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 move. Maybe we didn't do it after Spider Man. Maybe it was after Endgame or whatever. But like maybe the move is to have more like individually focused 
movies and not have like a big bad and structure things the same way as you did the last time. But it, 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 I don't know if it's really working. It seems yeah, but weird. It doesn't it, seem there's. But do you there think there's any? But they're not like, really like, doing that, though, right? They're still kind of spinning wheels. Ultimately, it's not like they're like capsule stories, right? Like they're still like I tied mean, to other uh, shit. Or not, I mean, not really. I mean, yeah. Spider, the the first Spider-Man after Endgame what was that No Way, not No Way Home, Far From Far Home, from Far From Home. That one was kind of on its own. Yeah. Except for except for the stinger. Uh. Black Widow obviously was very involved because it took place in the past. Um, yeah. Shang Chi was its own thing. Eternals was its own thing. They all had like just little mentions. But I agree with yeah, you. It's not. It's not like Far From Home was so good with that. I was like, oh, this would be cool if they keep doing this. Yeah. But nothing else has reached that same level yeah. except for Shang Chi and then the new Spider Man that. Is also yeah. directed by the same guy who directed Far From Home. And I mean, like, this, like, the Thor movie has the Guardians in it for a little bit, but other than that, like, it doesn't feel like, it, it doesn't feel like they're building towards anything, right? Like, there's the no... The Guardians are in it, but they're, like, underutilized, in my opinion. Yeah, I, if they're gonna I, be I, in I, it, like, they don't... I think they were perfectly utilized. I, like, I yeah, I, I Thor, disagree with you on this one, guys. I actually thought they were fine. Like, they were one of the parts of the movie I enjoyed. Like, Guardians need... Guardians mixing with other groups is fine because they provide like comic relief, but Thor already has plenty of that without having them in there for like the whole movie between yeah, I, Chris Hemsworth comedy chops and Korg and. Oh, like, no, I don't, I mean, I don't disagree about that. I'm just saying it's weird that they're, I mean, they're in it for maybe, are they in it for 10 minutes? Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Just, I mean, you got like a lot to got... assemble for 10 minutes. I mean, you got to write them off, right? Because that they were together. The last we all saw them, he was together with them. So you got to, you kind of have to write them out of the story. But like, I didn't, I actually like that part of the movie. Like I, I enjoyed that part of the movie. It's when they get into the Jane Foster stuff. It just didn't work for me. Like, because is she, because I thought she sucked at the other two. She's fine. I personally think that I don't think it's her fault. I just think that, her and more widely Thor and her relationship is, has been very underwritten for, I don't know, 10 years. And they try to do a lot of work in this movie to be like, okay, like this is their relationship and stuff. And it's fine. Like I like some of the stuff they did with it, but it still feels very rushed. Her turning well, into Thor feels very rushed. Well, that thing, the, um, and I haven't seen the movie, but like in the comic the, with her, with her having cancer is like a very like pivotal, like that's what the book's about basically. And like, there's yeah. no way they can throw all that shit into half a movie and have it resonate the same way. You know what I mean? Cause if it I mean, works she well has, in the book. She, cancer in the movie yeah. it's it's like they do that whole thing well and also and i said this to gogs on the way home after watching it like i really enjoyed the jane foster like as thor run i thought it was the yeah. whole jason aaron run was amazing like whatever it's like fucking 10 years but yeah um it was i loved it uh some of my favorite thor comics ever but the thing is is that jane foster was the main character thor right was, barely in those comics and you can't do that in a movie because chris hemsworth is your biggest star and they don't do that in this like not they don't even tease it like not even a little bit like it's very clear that that chris hemsworth is the main guy and lady thor whatever you want to call her is there but like just to give support i don't know well, there's a whole like, like 
TJ and I were talking about on the ride home, and Alec, I want to get your thoughts on it because we need to ask you, but like they do this whole flashback where they talk about Thor and Jane's relationship and like how it was going and how it deteriorated. And I'm like, yeah. where did this happen in the timeline of the MCU? I mean, yeah. there's plenty of like dead spots in there, like between Avengers and Avengers 2. Like there's all there's all kinds of like dead spots. All that stuff could have happened, but that was also Korg just telling the story, right? Like, oh, that's what Gog said. That's also like what he, Gog I'm said. sure a lot of it was like Korg is telling a story about the mythical Thor to these kids, the space Viking, right? And that's why I was, and that's kind of like what I was writing up because everything felt really rushed and clunky and kind of weird, and people reacted in ways that. I didn't think it made sense, and I was trying to. And my thought Cor- was, oh, like Cor- Korg is Cor- saying it that way. Really, Korg is telling the whole movie. Right, he's telling the entire movie. So, like, especially like that flashback scene, like everything is through, everything he knows is through Thor's <laughs> Thor's eyes. He doesn't know Jane's side of it, so everything he's saying of how it went and sour was all from Thor's point of view. Yeah, that's fair. Um, overall, I th- like I thought it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. I like. I'm gonna be hard pressed for most Marvel movies to be better than Ragnarok. Like I think Ragnarok is one of their better entrances. Yeah, I agree. In the whole MCU, like it's probably top three or top four out of their like 50 movies they have now. Um, it's gonna take a lot for something to climb that high, but I still thought it was. Really well. Christian Bale was really good in it. He was. Oh my God, he, yeah, I he wish was he was wonderful. in it more. I like. I. I thought he was incredible. And talk about a guy that elevates the material because, like, he really sold a like, lot of clunky dialogue. But like, he really made you feel it. Like he's he's such a good actor. Like he that great. like I, that three minute intro of his origin, fantastic, is better than like almost any villain story they've told, aside from Loki and Baron Zemo. But like, but but more to that point, I feel like I feel like the movie has tonal problems because like that intro is very dark, and it's like you go right into like jokey shit. It's like I feel like you need a little bit of like you need a little transition a little bit. Like, uh, spoiler alerts: there's a, a scene in the movie where Gore steals like all of the children. And immediately after they steal the children, they're making jokes. It's like, uh, uh, can we pump the brakes for like five minutes? Um, but Gore was great. And I don't want to give too much away, but like, obviously they all fight. And the fight sequence that they fight Gore is visually like one of the most creative things that Marvel's done maybe ever. Like, I thought, is, it there, was... is there Venom shit in the movie? No, no, they didn't. I was, I was kind of wondering that too, Sean. Yeah. Like, for those of you that don't know, Gore is is tied to, like, the king of the symbiote, or, like, he's, like, the symbiote god. It's, like, a new character that they've yeah. introduced over the last couple of years. But, no, they, the Necrosword, I think, is tied yeah. to that character. and they, The Necrosword is in it, but not not any Venom stuff. But, yeah, Christian Bale was fantastic. I, I, I wish... I And part of me kind of wishes they just cut all the Jane Foster stuff, and it was just the Thor-Gore movie, because that's what I was interested in. 
Uh, I just like, like I find that like the and maybe it looks better in motion, but some of the like the stills of her in like the CGI body I find like incredibly distracting. Yeah, it looks fine in motion, honestly. Yeah. Like I saw a lot of the same stuff that you probably saw getting me yeah. around. But like when you see it, like the one scene specifically that people are like goofing on, it's like this is a you know two hundred million dollar movie. Like when you see it, it looks fine. Like it looks yeah. it looks good. Like it, it's one like when you have a ton of CGI. When you freeze frame it, it it's kind of always going to look out of place. But overall, I, I feel like I'm I'm sounding overly negative about the movie. I I did enjoy it a lot. I think I just had high hopes with not only being the follow up to Ragnarok, but being a Taika Waititi movie, and his stuff is just always so good. I just felt like this movie was like a slave to too many masters or, or whatever uh, that expression is. Like they 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 felt like they needed to cram too much into this movie, and I think like. And what's also strange, Alec pointed this out after we saw it, but the movie's like shorter than most Marvel movies, which I don't, I'm never going to disagree with, but like it felt like they were trying to do too much in this movie at times, but still good. Still like, not like this isn't Doctor Strange 2. Like this is still a solid movie and a lot of fun and something I'm looking forward to revisiting, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I, I would, I'd probably give it like a seven, eight. It wasn't top tier Marvel, but it still wasn't bad. Like, well, do you think they'll ever get back to like top tier, or do you think that time's over with? You know what I mean? Like, is it that's was it good, more the question. was it more the build to the event because it was new and it's something I really seen before? Whatever? I don't know. Like, I mean, I me personally, I would say like top tier would be like Captain Captain America two, right, and like Guardians and like. Yeah. That those two movies weren't like, I mean, I know they were in the build up to Endgame, right? And all, but both those movies don't really feel like, you know what I no. mean? Like they, like they're both pretty self contained. Even Guardians Two, I would put in that category. Like I really enjoyed that movie right. as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I think I definitely think they're going to need to do something because, like, you know, I I like this movie a lot, but it also trades on. Uh, you know, much in the same way that the last Spider-Man movie trades on me just really loving these characters. And like, right. I, I just want to see them on screen. Like Chris Hemsworth, Thor, I just want to see on screen. He's funny. <laughs> he's charming. I love Thor. I love Tessa Thompson. Like, I just and want I, them I, on I, screen. I, I love Bart's. I love Bart. I love Bart. Bart. <laughs> Who could forget Deer Rat Boy? Uh, but I don't know. Like I feel like they they might they need like another big like home run something new, and I don't like they need another Guardians right? Like they need another like something that comes out of nowhere and you're like holy shit! Like this is really great because they they're kind of they're they're kind of trading on just like the stuff you already like right now. But but again, yeah, but they don't have anything like that lined up on the horizon yet though. Not yet. No. Like a black I mean, Pan- Black Panther comes out in the fall, and then Ant Man comes out in the winter, and then I think yeah. the Captain Marvel comes out in the spring. Like it's all all stuff sequels. we've seen before. And honestly, like I have no I'm like curious that black to see Panther what they do too, with Black like, Panther, but without Chadwick Boseman, like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they might Namor, be... Namor is going to be in it. Like, well, I know uh... Gog is excited, but like, I they just uh, I think they're just locked into what they're doing because it's like it's one of those like we talked about with the DC movies. Like, no matter how bad they were, they're still making a shitload of money. So, like, why bother changing it too much, right? Like, before we move on, yeah, 
what I'm gonna ask, uh, guys or guys, Sean, have you seen the new Black Adam trailer? No, but I saw the tweet where it's like Black Adam doesn't give a fuck, and I'm like, who asked for any of this? What? What No, I haven't. Alec and Gogs, we both we all saw the trailer. What are your thoughts on that movie? Because I. I like struggle to care about that movie. Like it, I know, me, I know, just, I know nothing about the character. Nothing and, to know, uh, really. and the trailer. He's evil was, Shazam. That's like all he. Is. He's evil Shazam, and he runs a country like Doctor Doom. The trailer, like the trailer was not compelling enough to make me go, yeah. "Ooh, I want to see that." But I will say this: Shazam is still like a sleeper hit for me in the DCU. I wish you know, Shazam was in this fucking movie. <laughs> like, like I like Shazam. That was you know cool. what? Like DC has so much like great like weird shit. Like if I know TJ seen, it, I don't know if Alec might have seen it. The Doom Patrol TV show. Like you'll never get oh. shit like that in a, like an actual big ass movie. But they have like make a nine. I know I say this all the time. It's probably annoying now, but like make a ten million dollar Doctor Fate movie. You know what I mean? Just go fucking. He's nuts. in. He's in Black Adam. Oh no! Yep, it's Pierce Brosnan. Oh no! <laughs> well, let's see. Doctor Fate is in it. Uh, Adam, is it, what's his? Is, is the Captain, Adam or Adam? Cap, Captain Adam. Adam Warlock? Or no, no, uh, no, Adam, no. Uh, Adam Strange. Guy, no, no, no. The no. guy that gets big and small. The, the Adam. Oh, the Adam. Adam. The yeah. Adam. And then there's Hawkman. Hawkman is in it, right? Some kind Hawkman. of form of Hawk. Well, isn't Hawkman like one of a race? Like he's part of the. Well, it depends on which continuity you're talking about. He's either an archaeologist that like found a thing and turned into a thing, like, or he's Thanagon. an alien. Isn't depends like, again. Depends yeah. on which continuity you're talking about, because in one of them he's an alien, one of them he's an Earthman. But Alec, what did you think of that trailer? Because I don't know. It's like I mean, it looks terrible, and like <laughs> The Rock has been pumping this for like years. Like he's been yeah. attached to be Black Adam for like five years, but like. I just I don't care. Half the yeah. movies the rock like I never if you asked me ten years ago, I never would have said I don't care about most of the movies that The Rock is putting out. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be cool if they made a Black Debbie movie. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. It, okay. that, that that trailer that trailer is just like it's and, atrocious. And it seems, like it just like, seems <laughs> so like formulaic and boring. It's like Doctor Fate's like you can choose to destroy the world or save it. It's like, well, I wonder what he's going to fucking pick. I mean, how sick would be though, if he just destroyed the world, that's how they ended the DC universe. That's the TJ. Like you hire TJ to make that movie. Yeah. I'd probably make one movie. I'd be blackballed from like, like, be like, yeah, of course he's going to be the bad guy. (laughs) They need to make a fucking, uh, Ezra Miller, uh, velvet gold mine type biopic. Like I'll I'll watch that movie. That guy's a fucking disaster. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't know, man. I really like to see Love and Thunder again, to be honest. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm sounding like kind of harsh on it, but I did enjoy it. Like, I, I was laughing through the whole movie. Like, I know, and I've seen this in a lot of critics and people are getting tired of, you know, the jokiness, but like, I don't know. I've come to expect it now, so I don't mind it. And like the good, like I, I the still good find it really, funny. Like, I don't know. The good parts are really good, but the problem is that they're connected like by very rushed material like the highs yeah. are great you pop well, i like, feel I like pop for all the part you're supposed to pop for but like what how the, all the connecting fiber is just like kind of slapped together I, without I, enough I, room to like develop i said it to you two after we left the movie but like you know we've watched on the show we've watched a lot of movies with soggy middles this doesn't have a soggy middle it has like a clunky middle it has like a middle where it's like 
you're like you took a couple of wrong turns, but you still got there in the end. Like I don't, it, it's it's weird. I don't know. It, it it needed like another draft. It needed like you know what it needed. I take I, this is exactly what it needed. It needed a Thor Jane Foster or yeah, that's her name. Jane like TV like a, a mini series on Disney Plus. They could flesh out their relationship. They could ex- explain how she's got fucking cancer. How she gets called a Mjolnir. Yeah, and, and and they need a, a a pamphlet that you have to read so you understand how time travel works, right? Like they need all this fucking supplementary material to make a goddamn movies work. Well, it, I'm just saying that the the <laughs> problem is is that I mean we've joked about it with other Marvel movies where it's like Natalie Portman's just not there, and they always made so they made some excuse why she wasn't there. Yeah. But like it's hard to care about her now because she hasn't been around since Thor: The Dark did, World. Did you care about feels, her in the other two? I mean, not really, but, like, I can yeah. at least, like, if she's around, then at least it's, like, well, it's it's established. It's the same thing. It's the same criticism I had with uh, Doctor Strange. Well, I had a lot of criticism with Doctor Strange. Well, but, but, I mean, like, I think it all... But, like, Rachel all... McAdams in Doctor Strange 2, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, her. Like, who gives I think a fuck? All, a lot of it boils into, I've heard this critique made about Star Wars movies, and I think it's similar to Marvel movies because of the audience they're made for. They're very, like, sexless. Like, there's no, like... What, what, there's like what two relationships in the Marvel universe that are like even worth investing in, like Gamora and Peter Quill. Well, and... Ta- Taika Waititi is was like hell bent on pissing off the Chinese in this movie because explicitly Tessa Thompson is made out to be a lesbian. Yeah, it's just implied before, or at least bisexual. Uh, uh, Korg is a is uh is gay. Or well, he's, he's, he's their like whole their whole their whole asexual. race is asexual. They're ace. Yeah. They're they're a race of uh, Drax. Yeah, and um, then what? Yeah, uh, uh, Pepper Potts and Tony Stark. Who I mean, I don't, I just don't like Gwen Paltrow. But like, I guess like that's a you buy that as a relationship. But other than that, like, there's like it's a very like I just the, the, the there's not enough like romance well, to doing, support the stuff. You know what I mean? Like, they were doing something with Black Widow and Hulk, but they fucking threw that away real fast. Like, but, yeah, it was like also, kind like, of interesting, and then it was just real like, fast too. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? it was just kind of there, and it's like ah, whatever. Yeah. But I'm oh, sorry. Whatever. And the romance between Cap and Bucky, like, is the most successful one. See, what we say. need, what we need is Marvel to like have a 24 X Men and do all the weird sex shit they're doing in the X Men comics now, where yeah. like <laughs> Wolverine, Cyclops, and Jean Grey are in a thruple. Like, yeah, they need, they need a fucking Buffalo '66 with uh, yes. with uh, Chris Hemsworth <laughs> and Natalie Portman as Thor's. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, that's it. That's all everybody watched, right? We all went. Yeah. Um, sorry, I was late. Uh, let's sound, get into the our... soundtrack for Thor. Slaps. Absolutely of rules. Hope you like Guns, Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses heavy. I was is just Mr. Brownstone of... on it. No. no. Boo. It's the best I was just thinking, how much fucking money did Axl Rose make off this fucking movie? Like, it's got to be millions and millions of dollars. Well, when he comes um, out with an even weirder looking face, you'll know. <laughs> oh man, he's like he—he's a—he's uh, got the greatest like weird square face. Remember when he had like cornrows for a yeah. while? Like that was a good look. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, all right. We watched Enemy Mine. Gogs. What happened? And I'm really, really interested in talking about this movie because. I don't Same. really know how any of you are going to feel about it, and I think I think my take is going to be shocking because yeah, I I don't know. Let's get into it. 
Also, uh, Sean, what's that guy's name whose name I never remember who was in Blade Runner? He's dead now. Oh, well, Brian James. He hasn't he been in like six movies we've watched. Yeah, like, he I feel was. Like he was. He was like a, a at a Robert Zadar level of. Uh, yeah, and I, I was gonna bring this up later, but like we don't get this kind of villain anymore where they scream all their dialogue. Like no matter <laughs> yeah. what, like that was a very eighties thing to do. He's cutting a fucking mid south promo every time he yeah, says his fucking, fucking dialogue. Love it. Well, God, also, go ahead and get he looked the, like the plot a, he looked like a seconds. Fallout. He looked like a Fallout Raider the entire oh, yeah. time. <laughs> All right, guys, go ahead. What happened in this movie? Uh, movie opens to uh, Dennis Quaid talking about how we've decided to just go fuck off into space and fuck off into space we have. <laughs> and during this fuck off, we have continually run into these people, the Drac, who seem to be uh, a race of reptilian space Muslims that we just keep bumping into everywhere. And we need to exterminate. And so, uh, they we where we meet uh, him and his buddies on some sort of spinning space station, and they are under attack? Question mark by a couple of drac bogies. But then more show up, and they just sort of go off and just have. So here's I want to make sure that everyone is crystal clear on this point before <laughs> this movie ends. Yeah, <laughs> this is a kill on site. Ask zero questions, sort of relationship. There is there they are they are in war. They are in active war. Yeah, hot war. This is like not. This is not like hey, stay off. You know, keep to yourself, and we'll keep to ourselves. (laughs) This is the wars. This is this is this is. If I see you, you die. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they are at war. That is the the thing, right? Yeah, but this isn't like this isn't like singing Christmas songs to uh, across the trenches to each other Christmas Eve. This is just. Oh, there you are, right? So let's just bear that in mind because the ending yeah. of this movie. Okay, so now uh, he chases. Uh, so they get into a little kerfuffle around some well, unexplored planet. They also um, have to talk about this poor fat nurse for like ten minutes, right? Oh, some... That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, don't call get... her fat. <laughs> don't call they her both... the white balloon. She doesn't the white like that balloon. So. Uh, they get zapped, and everyone gets zapped, and they end up on this planet. So you get uh, Dennis Quaid crash lands on this planet, and Louis Gossett Jr.'s Drac character, Jerry, crash lands on this planet. Uh, you're introduced to this planet as being in a spot, an inhospitable place because a trilobite the size of an ottoman gets pulled into a hole and gets attacked by... Uh, a divine sarlacc monster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, now it's like, not even it's not even subtly not the sarlacc. Like yeah. it literally well, it even like, oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, this place is this place is hostile. So uh, like the movie of the same name. So Dennis Quaid finds his buddy. They they exchange some words. He buries him in rocks, and then he takes a Walther PPK. Uh, because this is thousands of years in the future, but handgun technology's evolved, not one iota, and he goes and finds... Hey, they haven't changed the Big Mac in 50 years, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't mess with the classics, baby. All right. yeah. so, would would, the, would bullets ahead, would bullets actually work, like, in space? No. Probably, it, it, it well, yes. On the, yeah, they would. They just on keep the going forever. The planet, yeah. Right? No, they just continue because once the force is behind it, they just continue to go. Yeah, it would just stay at that speed forever. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Oh, so it would. So it would be. 
even more effective than on yeah, Earth. Yeah, it'd be super useful. Yeah. <laughs> it could kill somebody galaxies away in like a thousand years. Yeah, yeah. Like if it's like if we're having like an AK forty seven kind of like fireworks scenario in space, there's you're just spraying them. It's oh, funny that the like the it feels like the production budget on this was like kind of high, but they hired like the worst production designer because like oh yeah, the ships well, look really bad. They spent a lot on all cocaine. their money on makeup, cocaine, and matte paintings because Jesus the matte paintings, the matte paintings are amazing. So actually, yeah, and 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 uh, the the drac makeup looks fantastic. Well, it's funny like, because the, like I read a review where they're like, "Oh, the makeup looks kind of cheesy." I'm like, "Where?" What? Because that's some of the no, best makeup. Really good. Yeah, the makeup's really good. The thing about this, this came out in 85, but, like, parts of it look like it came out in 65. Like, the production design is very old school, like, yeah, with those yeah. matte paintings and shit. It looked like Dick Tracy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, well, actually, real quick, while we're discussing space physics, I do want to bring up something real quick. At some point, what's-his-name, like, pulls up really hard into, like, doing a loop-de-loop, like, in space... And I'm yeah. trying to think, if you don't have gravity pulling you down, well, you're not going to pull G's in that yeah. scenario. Well, also, like, they kept saying, like, 6 o'clock, 12 o'clock. That doesn't work no, in you space, need, you need, right? You need, you yeah, need like... 360 degrees <laughs> in all. But anyway, so they, they end up on this planet, and um, Dennis Quaid, uh, like, uh, does a little voyeur uh, watching uh, this naked lizardman swim through water, which I guess isn't ammonia. Everyone's very quick to just accept that all the elements on this planet are Earth or acceptable. Like, when it rains, it could have been raining just, you know, lead. But they're just, ah. I'm oh, yeah, I mean, they're enough. eating everything. Like, yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. Without helmets. Yeah. Sort of thing. They're flying in their ships in space, but their visors are up. Like, if stuff goes down, they're not going to keep their atmosphere, but that doesn't matter. So now, uh, he tries to get the drop on uh, this Drac with his. Well, there, there's, a, there's a piece of voiceover. He's like, well, I was hoping he was still alive so I could kill, kill him. him. <laughs> yeah. So he tries to get a drop on him with his Walter PPK, but he slips up on some rocks. Then he pulls out a steak knife from his like <laughs> his like official spacesuit and tries to slide down on the Drac, and that doesn't work out. Uh, the he lights the water on fire to try and burn out Mr. Lewis Gossett Jr. and then steal his laser gun, but his laser gun is attached to his electrified ship. You mean his his anal bead pistol? Yeah. That so gun. Now, you want to talk about like maybe that's why they just use regular guns, because that gun looks fucking stupid as hell. Yeah, it looks like the it looks like, from the rock. It looks like <laughs> something really shitty from like Halo. Where yeah, like, it's like this really edgy looking gun. I guess that with the needler. Yeah, the yeah. needler. You're like, man, that thing is a turd. <laughs> Not so, enough things are described as a turd. <laughs> so now, uh, so now they uh, they uh, they get captured, or they each capture each other, or something. And then they form some sort of begr- uh, begrudging respect for each other during a meteor shower. And at this point, they decide that they need to work together to survive. So, also, it, it, it's worth pointing out that um, the the they I, I assume they've been there for a long fucking time, but it's well, hard to say because when they, they three years. 
Okay. Three years by the end of it. By the end of it's oh, three years. But, but what the hell? What do we know? What are years on this planet? You know, I what imagine it's all Terran years, inter, right? Has yeah. this, is yeah. a, this is an interstellar. Yeah, has interstellar told us nothing. Because uh, this they movie learned walked each other. Christopher Nolan. That was his big gripe <laughs> with this movie, so that's why he made Interstellar. No, no, no. Uh, before you, before you finish, uh, the Drac learns English. I, I want to make a point about English later, so don't let me forget. But uh, the Drac learns his language. Dennis Quaid like, learns the Drac language the way my dad learned Spanish by being married to somebody for years and learning four <laughs> words. Yeah, like, <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Jerry, also, like Jerry picks this, up English. Uh, Lickety, this is but not uh, just English, but like the subtleties of English, really fast. This has nothing to do with anything, and nobody that's that's not us is going to appreciate this. But like Gogs's background and something that's shining on Gogs from the back make it look like the the background is actually illuminating Gogs. You see that? Yeah. Anybody see that? It's weird as so. hell. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> anyway, everything is illuminated. So, oh shit, uh, <laughs> they are. Uh, that's, that's so deep. So basically, we get this odd couple situation where, uh, where, uh, what's his name? His name's not Bainbridge. Dave Davidge. 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 Uh, yeah. Davidge and Jerry are just doing their chores, and Jerry's learning English and English customs and slang, and Davidge is learning uh, nothing. The, nothing. The space <laughs> really brand. nothing. Yeah. No, can, can I, let me let me pause you real quick because I want to say this later, but I'm just going to say it now. One of the best things about this movie is that Davidge sucks, and he doesn't <laughs> suck any less until the end of the movie. He gets like slightly less racist because his nephew is black. Yeah, but right, like to the, right. point where, <laughs> to the point where like he goes to rescue him, and the one Drac is like, "We learned your. I'm the only one that knows your Earthman spit." And he's like. Sick. I'm gonna get out of here and go get my mm-hmm. nephew, and you guys can stay being slaves. Even like he doesn't give a fuck. Like he cares no, about things. Kind of, he's, he's an asshole the whole time. But it's he kind of great, all, didn't he? He did. It's not really. Maybe. Though, but they, well, they... So, well, like, let's let's talk about that. So anyway, they get through their whole um, will they, won't they? Uh, then uh, Jerry <laughs> and uh, Davidge <laughs> impregnates Jerry. Yeah, yeah then Jerry. <laughs> Jerry just so they just reproduce, you know, they they they're a- asexual reproduction. They spontaneously. Just, when, it's, when it's time, they're spontaneously yeah. pregnant because they're birthing people. And uh, which seems like the the sports leagues in the Drac home world would be a fucking disaster. Like if LeBron right. James just spontaneously got pregnant like halfway through the playoffs, <laughs> like how bad would that be? Right, and and they grow up super fast. So when you're thinking about it, like from a like conceptually when you're fighting this enemy they can just reproduce on their own and get to maturity lickety split it's like oh we're kind of boned anyway uh but they're also you know kind but of a, you also don't know what their lifespan is either you know what i mean there's a lot of things that aren't addressed yeah, that's true that's a very good point so, they also die when they give birth apparently n- yeah not always and you can just straight up rip open their abdomen if you're aggrieved enough also true um so then uh, so Jerry gives birth to Zamis, Zamis, uh, and uh, and Dave Davidge. Uh, so so now Louis Gust Jr. has exited the picture. So we should have turned it off. We didn't. Well, it, it's also important to note that the NFL still exists and the Houston Oilers still yeah, exist. Yeah, uh, so then he teaches uh, he teaches Zamis uh, fo- uh, American football. And yeah. then, so then you're introduced to this sort of third party. You sort of introduced to him earlier. These sort of fringe 
humanoid raiders that are kind of what like they, what do they call well, them? They're not uh, humanoids. They are humans. They're, they're humans. Earth. Yeah, uh, they call, they're the scavengers. 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 Yeah, they're like there's a, there's miners a, and like. Well, there's, there's a great throwaway voiceover where it's like, yeah, they're awful, but they enslaved the Drax, so we just kind of let them do their yeah, thing. Yeah, we don't mind then, them. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then he finds this group is on this planet, and he's like, oh shit, because he's been trying to get off. He's like, well, we can't, Same. we can't go to them. Yeah, we all have we all base. So uh, we can't go to them because they're going to split up our little family unit. And uh, yeah, and they're too busy digging the enemy mine. Nice. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck. Damn it. So oh, I want to give Alec a shout out for calling uh, the perfect storm as part of the patient first collection, which was the funniest <laughs> thing I've seen in a text forever. <laughs> When I had COVID last fall and I was at patient first waiting to get my test, that's what was on TV, and I watched it for like an hour. Like they should brand the DVDs with that, like the Criterion thing, just the patient first collection. Yeah, like the Jiffy Lube collection. Yeah, like when I was at Mister Tired, I watched that Adam Sandler movie three times in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry. I'm glad I could make you laugh. I was fucking howling. Well, so so now Zamis uh, runs off despite being directed not to. He gets he runs into these uh, scavengers. Uh, uh, Davage arrows one through the neck, and the other guy who I think who are you guys talking that was the guy you're talking about. It's like the head. Brian James, yeah, he's yeah, Leon Brian from James. Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've seen him in stuff, dude. Yeah, he's yeah. been in a ton of movies. That's yeah, he's uh, been in a bunch of movies we've watched. That's why yeah. I brought him up. He unloads. He unloads a space forty five. Into uh, into uh, Davidge and leaves him for dead, and then I guess fucks off back to the mine with Zamis, but doesn't leave the planet. Now somehow the somehow the Space Federation or whatever finally finds Davidge's body. Now here's yeah. where the here's where the movie takes a turn. The, they sort yeah, of this, they this find is, his body on a planet is stupid. out of yeah. nowhere, presumably within walking distance of this scavenger mine part one they get him back to the they get him back to the the base machine and they're holding their perfunctory like funeral assembly line. Like, where it turns into fucking starship troopers for 20 minutes like right, this part somehow, fucking rules that part where they're like agnostic uh, no music no music <laughs> it's just yeah. dropping them out and then they've got like a foot stomper to shoot a wreath out the back <laughs> of the ship but like i like the assembly line funeral yeah services. yeah it's yeah. very it's it, very uh Efficient. It's. I, I think it's also a riff on Star Trek too. Well, oh, yeah. So now, now somehow he's been in a bag in space. On like this is a highly. They should have done any sort of test or something. But then when someone tries to so so uh, well, Jerry maybe... had given him his space Bible. Which was now Quran. around Davage's neck. Yeah, and so right it's, before, yeah. so there's it's, no it's ID not a on Bible. this. It's his, it's, 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 it's one million percent a Quran. It's a Quran. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. man. Yeah. The Quran's just another Bible. So now, the, uh, the these these guys these I guess, space undertakers are like, well, we don't know what he is, so let's open the bag. Oh, he looks like a caveman. Hey. What's this thing around his neck? Oh, it's plenty loose enough just to go over his head, but I'm going to yank on it for the better part of five minutes. And then 
the man suddenly springs back to life. So now, three years later, that Will Davidge is back from the dead. I guess no one checked his vitals. They put him in a back to tank. He's all cleaned up and good to go. He hijacks a jet, blows it out the side of the building, goes down to the mine, doesn't nuke the mine, just goes in on foot, fights people, why, leads. Why would, why would he nuke? Why the would mine? he nuke the mine? He's going there to get the kids specifically. Yeah. So why would he blow it up? I would be terrible at a rescue operation. It turns out. <laughs> so, now, so now he goes down there. He leads a revolution, a la the Temple of Doom. Pause. No, he. Do- this is this is the thing about him. How he sucks, and he doesn't. He kills a guy because the guy is going to kill him, and he's looking for the kid. He doesn't give a fuck about any of the other Drax because basically they're like like that. Where I was like, oh yeah, I, I learned your Earthman speak. He's like, cool, whatever. I'll see you guys later. They kind of get loose on their own because Davidge is going around killing all the fucking miners for his own purposes. He's right. not leading them to shit. Like, he just leaves. Well, it's like an accidental Jesus. And then he gets Xanus. And then, now here's where I lose the thread. I guess he leaves the planet, and now he is suddenly inspired intergalactic peace between these two people's who have been killing each other on site because he gets invited back to the home world to have oh, a I don't, picnic. I don't think he inspired peace. I think they just recognized him. And I thought there was a line about him saving all the people who were all the drac who were in the mine, but maybe I'm confused, but they were just praising him and giving him whatever for bringing their kid and back. Also but like not, not to mention pause. Like if, Let's just say this did actually exist, and they're like, hey, wait a minute, this guy actually speaks their language, and they're inviting him to their fucking home world. Let's use this. Maybe, you know, maybe they should do a better job explaining it, but, like, maybe they've been in this war for, like, dozens of years, and it's going nowhere, and it's like, if we can fucking wrap this up, like, that's preferable, because, like, I'm just saying, like, when they came to dust off the place, why didn't they just wipe out all the people? Why wouldn't they just shoot dude on site? Like, why wouldn't they shoot anyone on site? Everyone seems to get shot on site up and down I'm sorry, why wouldn't who shoot what on site? Why wouldn't the Federation shot Davidge and all the Drac on site? Why would they? What are you talking about? When? Why? I'm just saying, like, after the resolution, so I don't understand how we got from Mm -hmm. The mine scene to invited back to the home planet. They come they come to get the ship and arrest him or do whatever they're doing and then blah 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 not explained. He goes back to read the lineage. Like that's what happens, right? Like But right, but like at this point, he's like, like I, a I don't compromised, understand. like he blew his he blew a hole out of the side of the building, came yeah, down they, there, speaks the they, language. But, they, every, okay, but they also want to know because there's like, hey, he speaks Drac. There's a reason why they're like, you know what I mean, being kind of careful with him. I would assume for like intelligence purposes. Like, again, like not explained. And Don't you know, they also, maybe they but should. Isn't there a drop line where they accuse him of being compromised? No, they just go, where has he been? Also, they're dressed up like Nazis at this part of the movie, which is yeah, hysterical. They really are. Yeah. Um, all, I'm, all I'm saying is, it just all of a sudden the movie kind of ends. If the movie just ended with him rescuing Xamus, I'd be like, okay, cool. But then they're like, the whole bit, like the whole resolution about the home world and everything, it kind of glosses over everything. But, like but, maybe the war is over now. I mean, I don't think I, it's ever really. I, ex- I didn't gather that, but I gathered it's more that. like maybe this is like a opening salvo to like relaxing yeah. the hostilities. But like, I don't think they ever say. 
I don't think they lead you down one way or the other. Like I never got. I think it's from it. it's more like a completion of the arc where you know it, yeah. I, I actually kind of liked it. Like if yeah. it, you know he went on that whole thing about the lineage and then he he's part of the lineage now. I don't know. Because like, if it I, does, like, if he just, like, all of a sudden becomes the liberator of the Drax and it does, like, end the war and it ends, like, the Battle of Alderaan, I think the movie suffers for it. You know what I oh, mean? I, like, I, I agree. Yeah. So, but I don't think the movie, I don't know, the movie doesn't, I will agree with Gugogs Gogs where they don't kind of, they don't really explain anything. The whole end is kind of a mess, right? I didn't think it was a mess so much as they just kind of leave a lot of stuff out. I, like, I understand, like, I, I understand where like, you're coming from. On, because on you're a like, narrative ex- point, I understand right, where it comes from. You're, like, extrapolating, like, okay, wait a minute, like, how would this happen? Why would he be there? Like, I get that. And they don't, like, touch on any of it, right? But, like, I don't think, I don't think it's to the detriment of the movie, but I understand your point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I, as we were talking about this, I looked up, because I wasn't familiar with, uh, the guy that wrote this, his name was like Barry Longyear. Yeah. Uh, so he wrote in th- this. I I don't know if I've ever seen this, but he wrote. So Enemy Mine was a short story that he wrote, but he wrote two other books to follow that up. And there's no Wikipedia entries on the other two books. I just yeah. think it's crazy that a, a book that turned into a movie that was, I mean, I don't know, big enough. Like, I feel like people know this movie. Uh, no Wikipedia entries on the other two books. Kind of insane. He also apparently wrote a collection of all three: the the short story, the two novels, and he wrote like the the whatever the the Tal the it's like Talmud, but they changed the it. Talmud, like, I think. Talmud, yeah. 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 He wrote like a small section of their actual like uh, space Bible in in this other book, but. None yeah. of those have any uh, plot synopsis at all. A Wikipedia entries kind of ma- amazing to me. But uh, anyway, but yeah, that was Enemy Mine. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I kind of love this movie. Yes, yeah, I have a lot of fun. Like, it's I think it's got like, its problems, but yeah. I think it's a lot of fun. It's what we, I always talk about. Like, it's weird in that way movies were in the 80s and 90s that you don't get now. Like, none of the rough edges are boiled or, like, sanded off of it. It's just, like, it's like, okay, it's a it's a space movie about a dude who sucks, who's possibly a Nazi, um, that meets an asexual, non-binary space Muslim and raises right. his kid. And then, like kills some miners and he still like sucks also like yeah it is funny i wonder if this is intentional because um like i you know in the beginning they're like oh we got rid of all the wars now we're just fighting the drax but they're still super racist but like uh davage a couple times says do you speak english like not human not Earthman. like i wonder if there english, was some kind of yeah. war where like english became like it was like the premacy of the english language became like worldwide like they are right. nazis and they conquered like the entire like there is no earth it's just america like i don't know i, I, mean, just... I like that idea that's a fun that's a fun <laughs> premise we know so, you like, like your nazi ideas tj uh, absolutely well especially well, in fiction well, they even allude to it, too, because, like, uh, Jerry's, like, people spread, like, a cancer. He's like, yeah, but we're really fucking good at it. We've killed twice the amount of people you have. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I'm, I, I also think this is, and, and I could be completely wrong here, but I feel like this movie is kind of like a kid's movie. Like, it's kind of, maybe not a kid's movie, but this is, like, 
the 80s equivalent of like a young adult movie because like yeah it's kind of ridiculous like uh i keep i keep wanting to call randy quaid but dennis quaid (laughs) is like super overacting but like he's kind of it's kind of great like i kind of love it like well, there's a, there's a great scene where he's doing is it's like what's your lineage? And like you usually don't get this in these kind of movies. Like, well, my daddy uh, he sold computers. Like, it's a very like normal thing for such a bizarre scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, my yeah. mom, I guess she was like a waitress. You know, like yeah, oh, she's like my grandfather. I guess he yeah. was a farmer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Might be farmer. <laughs> um. Uh, and it, yeah, and it's got that really like ham-fisted moralizing that you would have in young adult movies, but it also has a part where um, somebody gets killed by getting folded up in an auger, and it's disgusting. That like, part was oh my god! <laughs> or the part where uh, Brian James gets thrown into like the fucking like molten like whatever. <laughs> oh, and he gets tattooed. Yeah. <laughs> also, like take, and his like, brother another, gets an uh, arrow through the throat. <laughs> Yeah, another another movie that ends in like a foundry. <laughs> <laughs> like what are the, they the other the other movie we watched Brian James in was uh the Fifth Element. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is better than the Fifth Element. I don't know. I've seen this movie like a hundred times. And it scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, and like. Zammy's get four or five is like my 80s equivalent to your mama's ringing the dinner bell. Like, I think about Zammy's get four or five at least like every third month for the last 25 years. <laughs> your mama's um, ringing the dinner bell. Dinner bell. Ringing the dinner I say that all. I don't even know what it's but like. like Davidge is, I, I don't even know. First of all, his name is Willis Davidge, which is the funniest name ever. Like, who's <laughs> got a name like that? Second, like, he is the worst. <laughs> it's just, he like, totally he just, sucks. Like, he's like, um, uh, what's her name in um, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once? Like, he manages to save the day by just being the shittiest person. <laughs> like, yeah. He's unstoppable. And that, like, I'm still terrible, but, like, I'm going to be nice to this kid because he's related to me is, like, the most Glenn Burney shit ever like it's like the grandpa that's racist but he's got like a mixed grandkid and he's like oh well yeah. you know steve's okay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um i think in that it, i think it was in that that new stavros halkis special he said that like uh, glenn, uh, glenn bernie is the capital of white girls that use the n-word <laughs> and don't, I mean, he's don't see wrong. any problem with it it's like yeah, yeah. that's about right um yeah, uh, Alec, what did you think of this movie? Oh, this movie, for the first half, like, it was a slog. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. it just drug, and, like, I, Louis Gossett Jr., like, his gargle talking, and... It's gross. <laughs> Versus, let's just throw that out there. Like, that... Oh, 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 yeah. Like, ugh. And then the kid didn't do it, and nobody else did it. He just wanted to make that noise. Yeah, but that was his actor's choice. Yeah. So I'm going to just have mouthwash in my mouth every scene. Yeah. Or gin. <laughs> um, yeah, the first half I was bored to tears. Probably more than the first half. The first, like, two-thirds I was bored to tears. But re- honestly, it picked up after Louis Gossett Jr. died. And you see Davich kind of act like a person caring for someone else. Yeah, because he has like, no alternative. Yeah, it's, 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 it's funny because I had like the opposite he, he taste. He has to, 
or else he's by himself. Yeah. Yeah. I I he just, enjoyed he just the first he can't part. Be alone. I enjoyed the first part more than after he died. I thought the kid was kind of annoying. So it's weird. It's that's an interesting it's interesting how that works. Yeah, but you gotta have the pie. It's the heart of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Gogs hated this movie, I can already tell. Yeah. No, the first half sucked, but the, the second half also sucked, so it kind of rounded itself out. It's Where crazy. did you learn that? Mickey Mouse. Is he some great yeah. Earthman teacher? That part I popped for. That was kind of fun. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anything else we're going to talk about before we get into five knuckle shuffles? Nope. Mm. Let's go. Nope. Um, Gox, why not? Uh, four. So it's back to back Lewis Gossett fours. Uh, this is the most production value I've ever seen put into a four. Uh, I, 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 I this movie did, like, I had to, I'm not gonna lie, it took me three sittings, it didn't do anything for me. I didn't like what anyone was doing. I, Louis Gossett Jr.'s character was, you know, uh, probably my favorite part of the movie, and that's like the high point of a movie that I didn't really like a whole lot about it. Like, it's weird. Because the production value seems like, like super, like you guys said earlier, like it's like they they really leaned into it a lot, and then it was super cheap at the same time. Or it's like it's um, what did you say about that boat? I love that line you always have. It's oh, fucking, it's, uh, it's, it's it's it's, it's as luxurious, luxurious as dilapidated. dilapidated. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's it's you know we're serving IKEA meatballs on our finest china. Like we're just just maxing this up in the weird ways uh i don't understand i mean the movie just kind of like it happens and i guess he kind of <laughs> likes the kid and he saves the kid and then but it's like it's all the whole the last act is just a jumbled mess for me and maybe i was just coming down you know off what? of me sh- and I'm i didn't sh- get it Knocked you didn't like this movie. I would have thought you would have loved this movie because it's got like all the eighties cheesy love and it's it does. Like no, don't get me wrong. It's got, the, it's got you all know the what dumb I mean? shit. You know, it's like it's got lots of stuff you think would go would work for me. Yeah. It, 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 it didn't. You know, you know what it didn't have? It didn't have Gimme Some Lovin'. Dude, if it did really? though, I also figured out that that's my my pick for Gimme Some whatever month that is, uh is gonna be the big chill, because that song shows up in the big chill. I've never uh, seen that movie. Uh, it's but good. yeah, it's uh, it's it's a four. So I'm really curious to see if Lewis Gossett Jr. can pull out of four territory for me for the oh, rest. Of he the will. Rest. He will when my pet comes up. Thank goodness. But yeah, I didn't. I just didn't do it. This didn't. Do, and I don't have like I turns. I thought I had seen this movie. I hadn't. So I don't. I don't even have any sort of like uh like nostalgic like anchor to 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 fixate on. So yeah, it really it really didn't do it for me. TJ, uh, this movie is a seven for me, dog. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's got some problems. Like I, uh, unlike Alec and I guess Gogs, obviously, I actually really enjoyed the first part. I really liked the the camaraderie between um, Jerry and uh, Davich or whatever. I thought it was kind of like slapsticky and funny. Like I, I think uh, Dennis Quaid's acting through this whole thing was like really, it really worked. It was like a cartoon 
Well, yeah, uh, plus I you're like, used to Dennis Quaid like being the most dry, boring actor. Like yeah. it's nice to see him like do something. Yeah, it was fun, and then I liked Louis Gossett Jr.'s performance in this movie. I love the makeup. I thought the makeup was like top tier. The makeup's excellent. I, and, yeah, and and the other special effects. Like I actually thought that the it's so funny. I don't know if I've ever seen something as so incongruent as the production design in this movie, because like, I thought the planet, like all the, the alien stuff looked really cool. Like, I liked how the planet looked. I liked all the matte paintings, but like the ship design was like the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh yeah. And, and it looked like they just took a picture of a, a fighter from Top Gun and threw a couple of rockets on it. it Dude, looks the so compositing bad. in this movie yeah, is god-level terrible. It's so bad. <laughs> so, but, like, it did it did well because it's so bad, it's hilarious. So it kind of yeah. works. Like, it's not boring. It's funny as hell because it looks so fucking stupid. Then you got, like... Also, let's just point out that, like, the, the fighter setup is, like, ridiculous. You have... They're fucking humongous. Yeah. Th- these things are, like, the biggest ships ever because, like, the pilot is here, and then you got, like, another co-pilot that's not even look Like, what the hell is that? Oh, and your um, man gets it right in the face. It yeah. looks like... <laughs> it's very the After he killed, like, like the, uh, the white ghost or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> fucked Fat Betty or whatever her name was. <laughs> The inside of those things looks like the shuttlecraft from like the next generation. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah fit, absolutely. Like, five or six people in there comfortably. Yeah, yeah. It's these are like minivan uh, fighter fighter uh, jets or whatever. Um, hilarious that they're using real guns, and it looks like I can't imagine how somebody was like, eh, "That looks kind of stupid." I mean, it's just um, like what's his name? Like, we Bruce barely Willis touched on. That uh, Davids is such a oh well, uh, uh, cosmic sin. Uh, yeah, that's right. They, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Davids is such a loon that like he gets uh, like caught basically because he won't let this thing just crash in there. And then like to kill him, he waits till he takes a bath and then pours gas all over a lake and lights it on fire. <laughs> like yeah. Um, also, they are stalked and almost killed by a giant penis, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Um, the Sarlacc penis. Um, I don't know, man. I I really like this movie. I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, I agree completely with what Sean said, where this is the kind of, like, schlocky B-80s movie that I miss, where there's a lot of rough edges, but, like, I don't know. It's kind of fun. It's trying to be, like, ambitious, where, this, like, I I imagine that whoever produced this movie was like, man, we got another Star Wars on our hands. Well, that was the and thing, right? Like, they were trying. To, everybody was trying to make Star Wars, and like nobody did it. No, and this certainly not. And I still think, like, again, I didn't know it until just a few minutes ago. But the fact that, like, the guy that wrote this story went on to make all these other stories about this universe, like, I'd I'd be interested to see how they go. But apparently, no one else was interested because. Let me tell you, I've read Wikipedia entries on, like, the most obscure shit, and it's really weird when something that had some kind of renown doesn't have anything on it. But, uh, yeah, it's a seven for me, dog. This is a fun movie. This is, like, the kind of bad movie that uh, I wish we watched more of, because I really, I found myself enjoying it quite a bit. So, yeah, it's a seven for me, dog. Uh, Alec? Uh, it's going to be a six. Yeah, it's not I didn't hate it as much as... Gogs, but I didn't love it as much as 
TJ. Um, yeah, I, the first half, like, I didn't think their banter was fun. I just thought it was boring. But I found it more endearing once Dennis Quaid had to watch her look out for a kid while perfecting his uh, caveman <laughs> look. Like, I can't believe they had ray guns and all this shit, but they couldn't, like, find a sharp <laughs> piece of metal to just even not even necessarily, like, shave him, but just to cut his hair a right. little bit. Um, He looked like Jesus. Maybe <laughs> he looked that was like Chris Christopherson. Maybe that was purposeful. Ooh. It's supposed to be Jeebus. <laughs> um, or Muhammad. But yeah. I thought it was uh I thought it was good, not great. Like that fucking gargle voice was gross. <laughs> it was gross. <laughs> like it reminded me of when like Stephen Hawking would try to talk. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well you ever rid of him. Oh. oh he sucked. He was a shitty dude anyway. Oh yeah, fuck like, how, him. how do you get how do you get me tooed when you can't even move your hands? I mean, I know. got to put in the extra just, effort. Got to put in the reps. Yeah. <laughs> he went, you know how he you went, get to Carnegie Hall, don't you? Yeah, he went back in time and me tooed. <laughs> gonna go back oh, in time. Snap. I'm gonna go back oh, in time. I call it a hawking <laughs> hole. I saw it first. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was fine to good. Not great, but it does it does make you want to watch Flight of the Navigator because I think I got these two movies confused. <laughs> I love it. Um, did everybody go? No, Sean, has Sean still needs to go. Oh, I thought Sean yeah. went first. No, no, I'm not used talk to too T- much. I'm not used to TJ <laughs> being before me. Yeah. Yeah, usually he's last. I'm going to give it an eight. Like, I fucking love this movie. It's a a 60s sci-fi story dressed up in, like, the most dog shit 80s power schlock. And, like, I love both of those aesthetics. Like, I can't, again, like, I can't express how much I love the screaming villains, just so you know they're bad. It sounds like they couldn't get any of their audio because of all the drills and shit were running live (laughs) on set. So they just screamed ADR at it later. They were like, you what, son what, of a bitch, what are you looking at? What's like, oh, those guys are to bad. To build a mine set or to film it in an actual mine? Yeah, basically, a mine. Have the miners <laughs> wear costumes. Yeah, like, it's fucking hysterical. Like, uh, the movie's, like, bad. Like, don't get right. it twisted. It's, it's, yeah, it's um, bad. But again, like, I, I know I've said it twice, but I'm going to say it again. Like, most of these, like, overly moralized movies, like, the hero, like, learns a lesson or something. This guy don't learn dick. No, like, he doesn't learn anything. <laughs> it's like a real, it's like, a real, like, bad Santa. Yeah, and he, like, revels in it. And then, like, the only thing he does is, like, he, he sings the fucking family history of this dude because, like, he told his one friend that he was going to do it. But beyond that, like, he fucking sucks. Like, Damage <laughs> is the worst. Like, yeah, we killed way more people than you did. We're winning this war. You guys suck shit. Like, you're a wet <laughs> lizard, baby. Eat this old candy bar I found. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Like he doesn't even let the kid win at football. He like just straight up runs over him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a that's 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 a correct parenting technique. Yeah, no, that's but he made him do. the jersey. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, I made you this little jersey, and then I just fucking obliterated you. Like yeah. I fucking like yeah, it's like not. He doesn't even like the kids. Like confused. Like he has the like. Why does your penis look different? Scene with him. And instead of being like, your father was my friend and blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, you're a fucking drag a and drag. I'm a person. I'm a human. Yeah. And it's like, my parents were humans. Your parents were drags. And it's like, I don't want to be a drag. It's like, oh, you just never met your people yet. Not like, hey, we're all the same. Right. No. Learn- I, thought, I thought that scene, that scene was fucking hysterical because I was like, <laughs> I was totally, exp- I guess I've been conditioned by, yeah. you know, people that actually have thought and heart in their, in, <laughs> in their, in their soul. But like, it, the, the scene is the scene is yeah we're all the same buddy like we might look yeah. different but we're all the same inside nope not this fucking movie no, I'm a human you're a fucking alien you yeah fucking the scene is basically yeah I, I don't want to be a drag like tell me about it of course like my brother in Christ you're gross yeah. but even when like uh. <laughs> When he hears like the space Quran and he's like, "Hey, that sounds familiar." It's like, "Yes, all truths are the same." He's like, "Whatever, your religion sucks." <laughs> like, <laughs> like damage rules. He is America. Like, I can't. Like, I, I fucking love that. Just, I, I'm, I'm glad we brought it up real quick. But that whole scene, like, I didn't get the gravity of it when I was a kid. But it's just like, fuck you, you gross little bitch. Like, I'm stuck with you. <laughs> I love you. But, like, just because you're my boyfriend's son, like, you're never going to get to be me. Like, you right. know, your yeah. hair's the way your people's hair are. It's never going to be, like, long and luxurious. Like, my, it's that scene, but it's just, like, whatever. Uh, nah, this is an A, dude. Like, and I, this is one of those HBO movies I saw a million times. It used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid, too. Like, when you see the Drax skull. Or that they're just locking him up in the floor for reasons that are not addressed. Like... And just leave them there to die. They got a smell, right? Like, right? I don't yeah, know. Hell, yeah. But it's just like it's like uh, it's it's end of burn after reading, right? It's like, well, what do we learn? Nothing. Don't do it again. Okay. Yeah, don't do it again. Yeah, well, we did. <laughs> no, no, fuck that. Just burn the bodies. <laughs> oh, burn them, my God, though. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like it's. I unapologetically love this movie. Like uh, it. It's nostalgia too, but it's again like it's everything I love in a movie, right? It's like embarrassingly bad. It's like a high concept, like executed like incredibly poorly. Uh, It just changes movies three quarters of the way through for like no reason. But like at least you're not stuck with that kid for like the whole movie. You know what I mean? Like it's like ten minutes, and you get the point. Like it's whatever. I gotta go get him. Like hey, we thank you for saving us. Like fuck you, I'm out of here. (laughs) Damage bitch. Um, But yeah, that's it, man. I love it. He's like a less charming Zap uh, Zap Brannigan or whatever from Future. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he, he's like fucking Doug from Ghost World. If he could fly a fucking spider jet, <laughs> I find the most erotic part of a woman to be the boobies. <laughs> I have a very sexual learning disability, Kiff. What do I call it? Uh, sex, Lexia. Uh, sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I have a pick for next week. Uh, if I can, okay. it's uh, Louis Gossett Jr. And Chuck Norris in Firewalker, it's Oof. it's those two, and it's like a fake Indiana Jones movie. Oh well, you, you yeah. brought me back in. Now I'm in. 
Yeah, they're like archaeologists on an adventure. So, oh boy, I feel yeah. like it should be fun. And is it uh, fire, you know how... is it Firewalker, Texas Ranger. Oh, Firewalker shit. with me. Oh, oh shit! I never even put that together. The, post, the poster, the poster is sick. Yeah. Speaking oh, it's, also, of it's a canon movie. We the never mentioned it, but the the, po- the poster for Enemy Mine rocks. Yeah, very good. Did you very know they movie. rebooted Walker Texas Ranger? By the way, uh, for who, with who? Who's in it? The other guy from Supernatural. Oh, really? Oh, God, not yeah. Jensen Eccles. No, the other one. Hmm. Why? I, I don't know because <laughs> they didn't have any ideas. I, I thought the whole reason people liked Walker Texas Ranger was Chuck Norris. Like I feel like without I mean, I Chuck think it's Norris, the science. Like... Oh. oh yeah, Conan used to have the Walker Texas Ranger button. I think he had one where like random clips didn't... of uh, they, they gave Texas they gave me AIDS. Didn't they, where, didn't they have one where like he had like a jet pack or something like? I just remember the the one with Haley Joel Osment where it's like they gave me AIDS Walker or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> It's still that if we're talking about uh, inappropriate TV moments, it's still there's nothing that's ever going to beat that quantum, quantum leap. Where he becomes yeah. a retarded guy, and he's like, "Am I retarded?" <laughs> Jesus Christ! Somebody wrote that. <laughs> oh man! Oh, bring back quantum leap. Yeah. I'm sure they will. <laughs> that's a, you know there's a, there's a good spinoff podcast right there. Our problematic past. Oh, no, yeah, we go. Shit. We go to, like delve into like television episodes that are like tone deaf as shit. <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun, dude. The, the trailer for this Firewalker movie looks amazing. Mm, it's a canon movie, so it should yeah. be fun. Oh boy! All right, all right. Uh, Gogs, anything you want to plug this week? Just lock me in for an eight on Firewalker for right now, and we'll <laughs> see if that prediction comes true uh, by mm. next week. Hmm. All right, everybody. If you're listening to us on YouTube, thank you. Like and subscribe. If you're listening to us on anything other than Spotify, uh, why aren't you listening to us on Spotify? Like us on Spotify. It'll help yeah. us out. Especially if you're not a dude, because we're struggling. Yeah. We're struggling with uh, our NBs, our NBs and female yeah. uh, identifying listeners. Uh, please go I to mean, Spotify. I'm put on Front Street. I don't really care about the female listeners. Just we'll take some NBs though. That'll work. Yeah, give me the NBs. NB mine. NB mine. Well, I mean, that's you know, kind of what this movie yeah, was. Right? Yeah, Jerry yeah. is uh, definitely an NB. So. Yeah, he's a. Uh, th- this movie is uh, one of those sh- shockingly progressive films. Uh, yeah, Davis uh, doesn't even call him the F word. Shocking! I couldn't yeah. believe it. Frog person. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why would he call him that? He oh, he, they did he, have a racial slur in this because I, I assume because they were like they, like toad people call that they called a little. Baby. No, we called yeah. him a a British slur for a a brown person that's like real bad. But I I think oh, it's supposed really? to be polywog. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't even know what that was. I mean, a polywog yeah, yeah, yeah. is what is an actual term for well, you know the evolution I, of a I, toad. I, I didn't no, know no, this until like, like a week ago, but like yeah. Drongo is like a slur. It's like Australian, I, and right? Yeah, and I've heard that in movies. I'm like, oh, yeah. like, well, no, yeah. like, did you ever see? Uh, was it extras where she had the little dolls? They're called Gollywog. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Great show, but, uh, extras. Yeah. 
that that episode where Daniel Radcliffe is like he's he's trying to bang uh, Ricky Gervais's friend and he's constantly trying to prove that he's not a little kid anymore and he's like smoking and drinking. That's yeah. hilarious. Ugh, Too bad yeah. Ricky Gervais is kind of insufferable. He's made that a lot of good stuff. First. Yeah. But like life's too short, man. And extras. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant shit. <laughs> that that show he made, uh we can cut this. That show he made in, where he's like the No, he made a sh- well, yes, but no, he made a show. I loved it. Like it's called Derek, I think. It's where he plays like a mentally handicapped person and like works at an old yeah, folks home. <laughs> it's so good. No, it's uh, very, very good. The, like that, uh, the invention of lying isn't a very good movie. There's a really funny scene where he invents God. And like, hey, did God save me when I fell out of my boat? And it's like, yes. It's like, did God knock over my boat? Yes. <laughs> also, yes. <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right, everybody. All right. You know what to do. Eat your yep. own ass. And, uh, oh, me and you know. if if you're listening to this before this other thing happens, me and TJ are doing Nate's show. I didn't. I don't ever know when he posts them. So uh, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, just remember, she's a ten, but she can't eat her own ass. So yeah, the white balloon. Shout out, <laughs> big ups. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Love it.